The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Learn the language of spirit. This is the Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Intuitive Life, where we walk together and support each other on the path to becoming more spiritually aware, enlightened, and inspired. My name is Laura Wooster, and I will be taking your calls today. And I have a guest coming in a little bit in later in the show as well, popping in to help with some readings. And um, so, if you'd like to call in, if you have questions or you have it would like uh, a reading, you can call us at eight one six two five one three five five five. Again, it's eight one six two five one and if you'd like to stay in touch with me, I know we're coming up on the, the uh, Christmas break or the holiday break coming up here. So one more show next week before the end of the year. Hard to believe that this year is almost over, but I'm looking forward to the next one. So next week, I my guest will be um, evidential medium, spiritual medium, Janet Nohavik. Amazing media. Definitely tune in next week for sure because she has um, some wonderful insight to share with us. Um, But today, I just want to say also, I want to say thank you for everybody who came to the event on Friday evening. I had an online event with two colleagues of mine, Laurie Sheridan and Deanna Fitzpatrick, and we um, we raised some money for an, for um, an organization here in the Boston area to help um, children in need um, from children on homeless and low income situations, which is sorely needed right now. So um, thank you for everybody who came and supported us for that event. It was a mediumship event where we delivered messages from spirit for uh, for people who attended. And um, I just love the, all the support that everybody brought in. Um, even though it was an online event, we could still feel all this love and support coming in, not only for the cause that we were raising money for, but also um, for the people in spirit and the connections that people were um, hoping to get from spirit and, and all the people that were watching people getting these connections, loved ones, um, that we could feel the support and the love coming from that. So thank you, everybody, for bringing your energy to that on Friday evening. Um, and if you'd like to... I, to um, attend an event like that, uh, I have something coming up I wanted to mention. I have—I don't mention these too often, but I do want to mention this now because we won't be on for a few weeks. Um, but I will be offering messages from spirit in 
January, and that will be um, called Heavenly Connections, an evening of mediumship. And I'll be working with my friend Janet Nohavik, who, who will be a guest next week. Also my colleague, Laurie Sheridan, and that will be presented by Circles of Wisdom in Methuen, Massachusetts. But that's online. So if you're anywhere in the country, in the world, you can actually tune in and possibly get a message from Spirit. So you can just go to my website for that. It's laurelworcester.com, L-A-U-R-A-W-O-O-S-T-E. ER.com. And um, also, I am will be posting classes and things for the new year. I don't have a lot going on this month, uh, just because we're breaking for the holiday soon. Um, I have one more class this month, and it's on my website. But next month, I will be posting a lot more. So um, if you want to stay in touch, you can just sign in for my email newsletter at my website at laurawister.com, and we'll let you know when those classes are on the calendar and you can plan ahead for that. But definitely if you want to attend that event in January, on January 15th, uh, put that on your calendar. Tickets are available for that right now and you can get that on my website. Anyhow, so um, what I wanted to um, what I wanted to talk about, because not too long ago, uh, maybe two weeks ago, I, I did a um, a homily for the Church of the Living Spirit in Lilydale and there was a message that I had shared and, and you know, I, I didn't know what I was going to really talk about until almost the day of. I changed my mind a hundred times. But um, afterwards, I had so much feedback about what I said. It seemed to strike a chord with people. And I just want to touch upon it really quickly. I don't want to... Um, I do have a guest coming on who, who I know you want to hear from. Um, it's a surprise guest, so I'll let you know in a moment. But however, um, what I wanted to share was the gist of the the message I was trying to get out when I was um, speaking for the Church of the Living Spirit. And um, and what it was is, you know, we were talking about uh, what I wanted to share originally when I was planning for that was talking about, you know, the random acts of kindness and the things that we can do and, you know, the things that um, we can do to sort of make life easier for people now because uh, you know this has not been an easy year for a lot of people some more so than others um, we've all been impacted in some way but for some people it's 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 something that they just can't um, it's 24 7 for them you know we're talking about people on the front lines people who um, you know maybe they have someone in a nursing home and they can't or in, in the hospital they can't visit with them there's so much that we don't know what people are carrying at any given moment there's so much people are are holding on with their hearts and souls um, this this year and with the added um, you know the the added fact of covid and um, so so what I what, what I was going to talk about or, <clears throat> excuse me was like where can you bring little acts of kindness into your, into the world. So it just kind of lifts people up a little bit and helps them get through their day. And, um, but, you know, the, it seems like a very obvious thing to me because a lot of us talk about, you know, paying it forward and the random acts of kindness. And, you know, where can you sort of, you know, um, give something back to people, maybe if, even if you don't know them. And, you know, people are reporting going through, the, you know, getting their coffee and having their coffee paid for them, you know, beautiful things like that, which really does lift people's spirits. I think it's really great. But, um, and oftentimes we'll do that more around the holidays. But I also want to sort of branch that out a little bit more and explain a little bit about or just bring attention to where else can you allow spirit to speak through you besides 
kind kind acts and helping people in, in the very obvious ways because um, you know that a lot of us might you know donate money to the local food pantry or we might go to the soup kitchen and help out there but but there's something we can do just in our everyday every moment of our life we can affect other people in a very positive way in ways we may not ever even know that we're doing this and we you may not be doing it intentionally so i want i wanted to to bring attention to that because living your best life can influence others to live their best life and to give them strength and hope to be who they're meant to be and who what, what they're supposed to be doing in as you know as part of what their sole purpose is in life um, and really being living their life full out if you're doing that that you can influence other people to do that you may not even know it and and one of the things that and one of the reasons why i wanted to explain that because um this came to my mind a little while ago um and was that um when i first started doing this work um or actually going you know going to classes and trying to understand what i was experiencing with with my connections with spirit um so I, I didn't intend to do what I'm doing today. I didn't think I'd be on the radio doing this. I didn't think I'd have a podcast. I didn't think I'd be standing up on any platform doing any kind of work like this and and uh, working for people in this way. That wasn't my intention. Um, my original intention was just to understand why this was happening and what do I believe, what don't I believe, what's true, what isn't true. Um, and I just was threw myself into classes and trying to learn as much as I possibly could to understand all this. And I just became a consummate student. And in that process of doing that, um, there was at one point where um, a couple of times in within a class, maybe I was invited or kind of coerced <laughs> to stand up on a platform and deliver a message from spirit to my fellow classmates and uh, like oftentimes mediumship students will and that and again this wasn't my intention to do this and you know I, I remember um, one of the first times going up knees knocking thinking I'm, I don't know I, I'm not a medium I shouldn't be doing this what am I doing and talking myself out of it by getting up there and delivering a message and and doing okay you know but but also realizing I don't ever do that again because I'm a shy person I'm really you know, it's kind of funny coming from a person who has a radio program, but I truly am a shy person and I don't ever, I never really wanted to be in the center of attention ever, but it just kind of, you know, spirit led me here and, and brought me opportunities for this to happen. But my point is that, you know, there was a few times when I've done those things where I've kind of stepped outside of my comfort zone, um, where I was encouraged to kind of do that. And, um, you know, and many times I've wanted to step back from that challenge because I was a little too nervous to do it. What people don't think about me, well, I'm going to fail. What if what if spirit doesn't show up, which oh, spirit always shows up in some way, shape or form. But but um, so but I put that aside and I would step up and do this. And there was a few times over the years since my development as a as an intuitive medium that people have said to me, you know, just uh, just acquaintances or even people I don't even know have reached out and said, I saw you do that and it gave me the courage to do something that I wanted to do, even though I was very nervous about it. And and all every single time that anybody's ever said that to me, I was blown away by it. First of all, I didn't realize how many people were actually paying attention. Um, they may have 
seen recognize themselves in me and saying, you know, she can do it. She she looks nervous, but she's still doing it. Um, and they they went ahead and started doing something that either they felt called to do or they just felt nervous to do it and kind of put themselves out there and step outside of their comfort zone. And so I just want you to you know, keep in mind that when you do those things, when you do the things that you want to do or you feel led to do, but you don't know if you're ready for it, um, are you worried about you're going to be judged or you're just a little bit you know, wary about it? Just recognize that when you do this for yourself and living your best whatever life that you want to do, however that might look, that someone inevitably is watching and you can work with spirit by doing the best that you can do in your life. And that's how spirit speaks through you. Okay. And you may never know how that affects people when you can do that. All right. And um, so so just remember that next time that you uh, you're kind of feeling a little bit over your head, but you kind of feel drawn to do something. And um, I use the analogy in, in the the homily that I gave a few weeks ago about you know what if what if you wanted to color your hair purple and you've always wanted to color your hair purple, and um, you just you're worried about what are people going to think? Is it going to turn out okay? All these things and what if you were to actually go ahead and dye your hair purple like you've always wanted? And and, and you're thinking, well, that seems kind of, you know, um, you know, just such a small thing, you know, big, big deal. Someone comes, colors their hair, right? But you never know where, who's watching and what's, and someone may say, oh, I love that color on her. I want to color my hair purple too. It could be a guy too. So a guy can say color their hair purple too. But and what if they do that? And it just gives them a little bit of confidence to maybe make some bigger changes in their life that they need to do. Healthier choices, healthier changes, healthier decisions, because they got that little boost of like, you know what? This color in my hair is more me. I'm starting to feel more like me. I'm feeling a bit bolder. I'm taking chances. And then they start to make choices that are better for them. Um, maybe they, they search out healthier relationships in their life. I know that seems like a big leap, but it truly isn't. It really isn't. When Sometimes we have to change things on the outside in order to change things on the inside. So, so go ahead, color your hair blue <laughs> if you want to. Who cares what people think? But know that someone inevitably is watching you and will make that change for them, too. And that that can in, in actually in many ways change many people's lives because they start to make different choices, bolder choices, things that that require more confidence. Um, and, and another another um, analogy that I used as well is, you know, and more on a more serious note. What, what if you're, um, you know, uh, there's some things that you maybe you're thinking about going to counseling, okay? And I know that going forward right now, counseling pretty much done online on, on Zoom or something, but it's not done in person. But I'm sure we'll be back in people's offices at some point. But but so let's just say you've been wanting to go to counseling for a while because you know there's some things that you've been holding on your heart and soul for a bit, and you just you you feel the need to get some help with that, or you're looking for you know um, family counseling, couples counseling, whatever it might be. And you finally put aside your reservations about doing this and you go in for your first appointment and you go and you sit with your therapist and you start doing the work that you need to do to get yourself into a better place mentally, physically, emotionally. So what if that happens? And what if there's somebody sitting in the waiting room, you know, the next appointment after you 
and that person um, it took a lot for them to get there. Maybe there's some things they've been carrying around for a very long time, but finally they did made the decision to finally do that. And they're getting ready to bail because they don't know if they have it in them to actually get the help that they need. But they're in the room, they're in the waiting room, waiting for their appointment at the therapist's office. And they see you come out and somehow they see something in you that they recognize that reminds them of themselves some, somehow, some way. And you never even lock eyes, but they decide to stay because they see you coming out and you seem okay. And then they decide to start their healing journey because, and they decide to stay in that room and step in and start that, that process because they saw you. And so just know people are paying much more attention than you realize. So take those chances that you need to take for yourself. Things that make, you know, you know that there's a healthier life for you. Um, or bolder life that maybe can start to affect other people in some way. Um, and, and, you know, I often wonder if if I never actually stood up on a platform when I was kind of coerced to do it in classes and learning situations, maybe I wouldn't be able to do this right now. Maybe I wouldn't be on the air with you guys right now. And hopefully in some way what I do every week helps you. Okay. So I'm just going to throw that out at you. Be bold. Do the things that you feel you're drawn to, knowing that somehow it'll affect somebody else in a very positive way. I'm going to give that off to you all. That's your that's your um, mission for this week. <laughs> do something bold that you've always wanted to do, knowing somebody's watching. So what I'd like to do is I'm going to bring my guest on because she wants to talk about something I'm so excited about. Um, let me just see. Cause I don't understand it, so she's going to explain it to me. So. My friend and colleague, uh, astrologer Dorothy Morgan. Hello, Dorothy. Hello. Hi. 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 I'm here. <laughs> yes, I'm so glad you're here. I was like, let's. Talk. So, what's going on this astrologically, Dorothy? That we need to talk about because you started to tell me about. It. I'm like, ah, okay. You come on, explain. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're we're prepping. We're in between eclipses, you know. So we're prepping for the next eclipse, which is on um, Monday, the 14th, so next week, Ooh. we're having a new moon solar eclipse, the final one of the year. Uh, we want to exhale <laughs> because you know how it's been such a crazy year. But um, yeah, so uh, it's it's time to get ready for that. And it was interesting listening to you because you were saying a lot of the, um, even though we're not in the energy the zodiac sign of the the new moon solar eclipse yet but we can feel it we can always feel things ahead of time especially sensitive people um like people who you know listen to your show so it's um it's important because um yeah this uh new moon solar eclipse december 14th um i'm on the east coast so east coast time it's at 11 16 in the morning on monday the 14th which is, um, it's, it's an opportunity for us to, um, you know, set goals and shift our focus a little bit. I know we're in the holiday season, and of course, you know, no one needs to tell us how strange and different things are this year. <laughs> but this is an, an important. We have a new moon in Sagittarius around this time every year. So we're always focusing on Sag qualities, and I'm going to explain a few of those. But... Um, we don't always have an eclipse in the sign of Sagittarius 
this time every year. The last one we had was December 14, 2001. So it was 19 years ago. So you can look back if you like to do that, if you're old enough, I am, <laughs> to see what was what type of um, things that you were initiating back then and just recognize that we're at a completion this week and when we get to Monday the 14th, we're able to bring in new energy. So the energy that we, we want to focus on is um, all of these qualities and you can use all of them or none of them, but it's about finding our own truth and speaking the truth and embodying truth. That's all Sagittarius is so much about the truth, but not about getting overwhelmed with too much information, but just hearing things and then saying, yeah, that's, that is my truth, you know? And you were speaking about that a little bit. You know, you were leaning towards that. I could hear it in all the words you were saying, you know? <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, speaking your truth, being your true self, um, and being, yes. yeah, being bold. Learning, being bold, but learning, you know, because Sagittarius is fun, it's adventurous. It, it wants to explore life and to expand. And so we have to figure out how to do that differently now with all of the other things that are happening around us. You know, we, we're not able to travel and explore um, physically. So how can we do this differently? And so this new moon eclipse is, is here for us to um, sort of step into a new way to explore and expand our own understandings and learning and just just to, to do that, especially if we can't get there in person, which most of us, we can't. We can't travel out of the country or even across the country. We can't, I guess you can if you want, but it's not recommended. Let's put it that way. And, and it's just, this is what we need, what, what we're stepping into. So that's a piece of, of SAG. And Sag is incredibly optimistic, and I know that a lot of people don't feel optimistic right now. No. But I would ask you or charge you to find the one thing that you can be optimistic and, and really work with that, you know, this one thing that feels really comfortable. We're not asking you to change everything because it has been a heavy year. But find the one thing um, that brings you joy and it will feel good to you, and you'll know it's right, and stay focused on that for now. And then you can build momentum by focusing on that and with our own, you know, adventures and within, within our own life and whatever that looks like for us. So, right. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. So that's, that's yeah, a, a good that. thing for people to focus on is just find one mm -hmm. thing that you can be enthusiastic about <laughs> and passionate about mm -hmm. and, and within the confines of what we have right now. And yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, good. just find something that gives you that joy and that adventure. I mean, you know, I mean, this time of year, again, a lot of people will be planning to travel somewhere, whether it's to see family or it's part of their holiday, you know, happenings. But you know, find a different way to do this. Find a different way to, to pick uh, adventure. Find that adventure. And, you know, and Sagittarius as well. There's quite a few, there's a, a lot of awakenings happening this year because of what we're all going through. And later after the eclipse, later in the week, we also have two major shifts and that the planet Jupiter and the planet Saturn are both now moving into Aquarius within a couple of days of each other. 
And then on the solstice, they come together in the exact location at zero Aquarius in the sky. That's going to be so gorgeous. You guys can see it out there, especially this weekend. They're coming together by, um, it's called declination. It's just where they are in the sky. They come together in the zodiac every 20 years. But coming together the way they are right now by the zodiac and then by their declination, they're so pretty. If you haven't seen them, look east, I mean, look west at night just after the sunset. They'll only be up for about 45 minutes after the sun sets wherever you live. And they're coming together. And this is the new, this is the new age that's being born. You know, the age of Aquarius. I know the song all of a sudden pops into everybody's head. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It's wonderful. But this is our opportunity to, besides this eclipse, you know, this eclipse says freedom, play, have fun, explore, but just do it in a different way. And then we immediately have this major conjunction, you know, together between Jupiter and Saturn in many ways and in Aquarius. And it's like, it's, we're moving past the old 3D way of doing things, which just means the only way I can do something is to push really hard and make it happen. That's, that's, going to that's going to start shifting now and it'll take a life our lifetimes for sure but you know that's where we're moving forward you know our thoughts um are shifting to a higher vibration um you know people who listen to this show and you know see me i mean they're all we all have a higher vibration than a lot of people and it's not saying i'm higher or better it's just saying we we have a different perception of things but there are a huge amount of people that do not have that perception. And so, like the story you were just saying, you know, do something because you might inspire someone else. This is really true right now. There's going to be this um, domino effect that we'll start to see as to how we as individuals, even knowing it or knowingly or unknowingly, we can make a bigger a bigger difference. And that will slowly grow into um, more community, and again, not to get too woo-woo, but to, I'm on a woo channel, okay, to step out of the 3D, <laughs> to step out of the vibration. We get to raise our vibration, and those of us who are already the way showers, um, you know, we're going to be bringing a lot of people along with us. So this is where again, we can back up to the eclipse, we can use our truth, especially if you've been shy about <clears throat> stepping out and speaking up and sharing what you share. If you've been shy about that, set a goal, just one. You don't have to conquer the world on the eclipse, but you can conquer um, a little bit of, find a little bit of courage within your own self and set a goal saying, I'm going to share my truth with somebody, whatever that means to you in your specific life situations. Because this end of this year is um, a big, it's a nice shift. We, we certainly need one. And um, yeah, it's going to put us in a, <laughs> oh, yeah. it's just going to move us forward. And again, our thoughts, the way we think. Can you hold that thought? Can you speaking of thoughts? Can you hold that thought, thought, Dorothy, for a second? Yes, I can. <laughs> We're gonna go to a break. <laughs> well, we're taking your calls, everybody. 816-251-3555. We'll talk to you in just two minutes.
Experience the difference. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Intuitive Life. And I'm here with my colleague and friend. We're doing a check-in with astrologer Dorothy Morgan. Hello, Dorothy. Hello. Hi. So I just want to get your website in really quickly, too. If anybody would like to um, do a check-in for the 2021, um, for your 2021 ca- yeah. calendar. Yeah. Chart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, Good idea. <laughs> yeah. Uh, go to nhastrologer.com. That's N H as in New Hampshire, astrologer.com. So, Dorothy, before yeah. the break, you started talking about something and I cut you off. I'm so sorry. Can you repeat what you were saying? <laughs> That's okay. I'm used to it. No. Making <laughs> 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 fun. <laughs> no, um, I'm just making fun, really. Yeah, no, I was okay. talking about. Every 20 years, Jupiter and Saturn will come together, but they haven't been together in this sign. It's been a few hundred years. And so it's important. They're starting a, a new 200-year phase, if you will, um, in the, sign, the air signs. And so what this com- when this comes together on December 21st, it's just after the solstice, within hours of the solstice, um, December 21st um, at 1.21 in the afternoon Eastern time zone. When they come together, this is like the beginning of, of a new age. And Saturn was in Aquarius back in the spring, and he was a bit restrictive back then. But now Jupiter's there. So Jupiter's going to help us to move beyond a lot of the restrictions that we've been living under this year, especially. Mm-hmm. But I uh, thank God, right? But the, the big, <laughs> and it, 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 it will still take time. No, that's an old. See, that's an old saying. I, I don't, and I don't really care for it anymore. But that just came out, and and this is a good example of what this age of Aquarius represents: is new thinking, a different frequency, a higher vibration, and us being very aware of how we think and what we project out into the world. It really is fantastic for that. You know, the Aquarius energy, it's an air sign. looks like water waves. It, it, the symbol looks like somebody pouring water, but it's, it's about airwaves and receiving messages. And so this is a beautiful opportunity now for us to start to get to a, a different frequency. And like I said earlier, it's at a higher frequency, and we're going to talk about that in a sec. But it's... I want us to individually, even if you don't understand what I'm saying astrology-wise, individually, I want us to start practicing thinking differently. Recognize where you um, talk to, how you talk to yourself and what you say. And lots of times it's not good talk. It's like, oh, you're sad. Oh, look at this. Oh, look at that. You know, I know how we talk to ourselves. Mm-hmm. We all have things like that. Or I shouldn't have said this. Whatever it is, it's very judgy and it's not fair. So right. this air energy on a personal level, there's a humanitarian piece of this too, but on a personal level, this is really helpful for you and me and all of us to shift that self-talk, the negative self-talk, and change it to something more positive. Like I was just writing my forecast, right, before before we came on. I was heavy into it, hour and a half, and every time I, I spell Aquarius, I always spell it wrong. And I'm like, well, look at that. You, you t- 
this is a good example. It's like, you always spell it wrong. It's like, well, then I'm always going to spell it wrong. I'm having a conversation with myself. And then I'm like, and then I spelled it wrong again. And I hit autocorrect. And I'm like, every time I spell Aquarius, I spell it right. I spell it right. And I spell, and I, I spelled it right five times in a row. And then I did it wrong again. But it was like, <laughs> change your thought. <laughs> I always Except spell Aquarius. Except for one step back. <laughs> <laughs> I did good. I did good for like five times. I always put the A before the U, and the, the U comes first. But the thing is, it's like it's just even though that's minor and simple, that's where you start. That's that domino effect, and that's how we can get that started. So we do need to. Um, that's a personal thing we can do. And then another thing that we can do. What this will show, what what this will start to show, is the more um, global community, more humanitarian uh, endeavors, and how we um, are. As, as human, humans, how we're shifting towards that, because that's going to be incredibly important um, for the future of the planet. And I know that sounds grandioso, but it really is. It's a 200-year cycle. Yeah, that's just beginning. So before, you said the, the um, what's happening now, the last time it happened was in 2001, you said, correct? Uh, for the eclipse. For the eclipse. Yep. Now, yep. that was... Okay, so that was the end of 2001. Yeah. Um, if we think back then, because we started to think, you know, it, it's like, you know, obviously it affected us deeply here in North America or in, in the States, what happened in 2001, right? Yeah. So that mm-hmm. maybe started shifting people, you know, I would say in a lot of ways, I know people personally who they made some different choices after that mm-hmm. happened. You know, after September yeah. 11th, on the personal level, yeah. they decided to leave careers that no longer were working or changing uh, relationships that, um, for mm-hmm. the better, or, you know, all these things started happening. But also, it felt like more um, on a on a international, national, and a global, we started to think a little bit more um, mm-hmm. as on a global level as well. Yeah. So, um, so is this just an elevated, like another form of that? I, I, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I didn't even take the time to put that together. So thank yeah, you for thinking of that. The whole thing, yeah. is, obviously, 9-11 affected the world in some way, mm-hmm. but not nearly as, as much as the pandemic has. And so it's just taking it That's, to the next level. It is taking it to the next level, absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. and because we're all responsible for this yes. in, in some way. I mean, we all, we all need, not responsible, it's our fault, but we, we all need to figure out how to be responsible for what's happening. And exactly. what we can do, mm-hmm. what we can do to change it. And it won't take just one person or one country. It will take, it, it's, it's about the collective. Aquarius represents groups and causes and the collective and how we can raise the bar. Mm-hmm. And it also has a lot to do with um, things that will really grow with Aquarius, you know, is technology especially, I mean, we've seen in the last 20 years how technology has just exploded just in the 20 years. I feel ancient when I say what I started out on in the computer. <laughs> it makes me feel ancient. <laughs> My phone has like way more than, than the first computer ever did I, that I had. But uh, no. the thing is, is, we all know that, but the thing is, it's like, so over this next year, especially with Jupiter and Aquarius, we're going to be able to really expand um, technology. And we're being forced into this too because of having to stay home. The global companies that supply and create internet 
whatever that is, however that looks, they're having to up their, whatever it is, I'm old there, they're, they have to up their game. But that's the real physical piece of it. And the, again, the rest of it is just like, you know, as groups of people, we need to really up our, our energy to a higher level. Now, one way that we can do this, even if we're not, I mean, of course, your listeners are in a, a different, you know, they, they understand and they enjoy vibrational work and just all those types of things. But one of the things that we can actually do is just to find pictures of sacred geometry and just look and just have those around because that, even that helps you, um, mm-hmm. it, it kind of infuses in your aura, in, in your energy fields, and it helps raise that vibration too. So this is really simple ways to do it, but there's also really important ways where you start taking classes online, you know. Yeah. Trust yeah. your intuition. And, also, like you, and like you said earlier, changing your thinking. Yeah. You know, in small mm-hmm. ways. It, it can really make a bigger impact because it has an influence on, on future choices and and it, it does. It changes yeah. the vibration around you. And um yeah. Yeah. And and that's what For I wanted sure. to address. Too, is the you know the mm-hmm. you know when we talk about high vibe or keeping a high vibration, um, I'm so I'm, I'm going to be again I'm always doing this I'm a devil's advocate on this okay <laughs> because mm-hmm. when we start sometimes when I, I, and I know what you mean by it I know when I when I say it it's, it's the same thing right what we're trying to to convey with that but it right. also I've noticed sometimes in like the new age community and new think community that that sometimes they use it to divide everybody to say you're not thinking mm-hmm. high high vibrationally you're not you're not a high vibe person so you know it's almost mm-hmm. becomes you're exactly in the same boat where you started <laughs> it's it's not that's not yeah. what it's meant to be so so when we're talking about that today you know Dorothy and I it's just that's not where we're going with this it's not like you know anybody who is high vibrational or considered or consider themselves that way that they're better than anybody else it's just mm-hmm. a different way of thinking and yeah yeah yeah. So, um, and everybody's in a different place, and we always have to have teachers. And 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 even being that, I mean, I learn the most from my students when I have students. Me too. Me <laughs> they, too. <laughs> I mean, I know what I know, and and you know, I know more than they do about things. But but there are things that they come up with, and I'm like, oh, that's awesome. I never thought of it that way. It's so great. I love when I love that. So it it may look like, you know, somebody's more than or less than and it's just it's not. It's not. It's not that way at all. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. I I think if I was going to define like high vibrational or, you know, um, whatever terms that that are equal to that, it's I would say I would say it's, you know, being teachable recognizing mm-hmm. that you don't know everything also recognizing mm-hmm. that you have more power than you realize mm-hmm. and also um being open to change and the thought process that we are all connected and recognizing everything we do and think has an impact and even in small ways it affects everybody yeah so anybody, what is your definition of that you know i think i think you hit the nail on the head there you know, okay. high vibration. I think it's, yeah, it's, I think I've already said it, but I'll redefine, yeah. I'll define a little more. It's about really being clear with yourself and, and knowing, you know, really asking yourself, is this how I feel? Is this, is this, you know, trusting my own intuition? 
and just really following that as a, a real clear path, you mm-hmm. know, always knowing that you're where, you, where you're supposed to be because you've, you've made that happen. Every, every choice has led you to that place. So I don't know, and, and even that, but that doesn't sound great for some people who might be feeling pretty uncomfortable right now. Right, so, there's a lot of people feeling very uncomfortable and not yeah. you know, feeling powerless as well. And yeah. um, and so that kind of circles back to what you had mentioned earlier about one small thing. Like find one right. small thing that you feel passionate about, no matter what's going on in your life, something that you can really feel enthusiastic mm-hmm. about. And that one yeah. small thing can can start to shift that. So okay. it gives you, yeah. Yeah, you have to make choices and, 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 and just make a decision no matter how tough your situation is. Mm-hmm. Um, just know where you can make a, a, a decision or, you know, just being able to see that. Um, it, it's just, it is one foot in front of the other for some people right now. I, and exactly. I do understand that. Yeah, yep, I mean, I absolutely. really understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, for some people, it's an hour by hour thing right now. Like what? What yes. do I need to focus on right now? Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah, so for some, we can think a little bit further out, but for some, we have to live right in the moment and say, okay, what can mm-hmm. I do right now to make this better or to make it's important. the situation better? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, that was one of the things I was talking about this week in the, um, the weekly forecast that I do um, is that there's so much going on with the eclipse coming up and then this Jupiter and Saturn connection. But that's not until December 14th and December 21st. And as you and I are talking right now, it's December 7th. So I like to remind people, if I don't jump ahead so far, remember to be present right now. Pay attention to what you have going on at this point in time. Yeah, we can, we can think ahead and plan, but don't. it's just like the carrot on a stick. You're never going to get there. If, if you keep thinking that far ahead. And I mean, I want you to listen to me because that's my job, but, uh, and I love it. But I also want us to remember, like I, you said, it's being practical and staying in the, in the very moment that you're in is, is sometimes the safest place to be and where you have that most, the best control for yourself. Exactly, yeah. one step at a time, one foot in front of the mm-hmm. other. Yeah. yeah. So I know you can't stay with us for the whole hour, but um, we do have a few callers. Would you like to take one caller before you go? Okay. Do you have time? I know. I'm going I'm to yeah, twist your uh, arm here. <laughs> warm me up. I have a client at 4 o'clock. <laughs> I know you do. I know. I won't keep you for a long time. Right. <laughs> I promise. Whoever comes on will have to be okay with just giving me their birth info as long as they have the birth time. I definitely have to have their birth time. Um, okay. Just give it to me over the, over the call. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, let's try with Denise. <laughs> let's see what she's got to say. Hello, Denise. Hi. Hi. Um, thanks for holding. Okay. Um, hi, Denise. Hi. My birthday. Oh, Aquarius. Mm-hmm. 218-218-1962. I was born in Germany, Frankfurt, Germany. I was born okay. at uh, well, military time, twenty one oh five p.m., which Hold is nine oh five p.m. I gotta write I this talk fast. Fast. Yeah, I you're talk going fast. too fast. Yeah. <laughs> How do I Frankfurt, Germany? <laughs> See if I can spell it right. F R A F R A N K F U R T. Don't yeah. quote me. 
Yep, that sounds yeah. about right. right. <laughs> yep. So Denise, and you said, said yes. Yeah, the time was what? Let me see. Twenty one oh five. Okay. Twenty one oh nine oh five p.m. But I've been told yes. that I have at least five planets in Aquarius. Somebody yes, one time told me I got it done years ago. I said I was a true you Aquarius. You do? Oh my goodness, Lord wow. God Almighty! No, what does that great. mean Good for her right you. now? <laughs> you know, this, this is a year. This is quite the quite the year because that means. Um, that Jupiter and that Saturn are coming back to her Jupiter, her Saturn, her Mercury, her Sun, her Mars. So it's, it's, it's so the next the next year is one um, that will be quite active for you. There's going to be a lot of um, changes for you. It's the Saturn return. Saturn comes back to his original position. That'll be later in the year, another couple, a few months from now. But Jupiter gets there first, and so that just gives you this opportunity to uh, reevaluate what's going on in your career and what what that looks like to you. Do you work from home? Everybody does no. now. That was <laughs> actually I'm I'm retired. I'm retired. Um, federal federal law enforcement, and that's why this call is important because I love fitness, but because of the virus, okay, I was going down to a certified personal trainer, I was doing that, or get, going to school for that, and I finished it, but then the virus hit. But I don't feel like that's my calling. I feel like there's right. something else out there for me, and that's not mm-hmm. it. So I've done a career. I've done a career. and yeah. um, I So now it's time to do something. Now's the time to do something that is fun that is okay. creative and fun for you, okay? So gotcha. that energy that energy will shift in in February. And I know we're in lockdown, but that energy will shift in February. That means Jupiter is going to move into the, the creative, fun, expressive area. And, and you can do this online, but it's going to be something that really nurtures people in, in a way. Yeah. So however you're, yeah. however you're creative. And so if you're not changing your career, and this is why astrology isn't like a psychic who's just going to like say blah, 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 because they can feel and see things. I have to know, I didn't know that you're not in a career anymore, but I can see right. the Saturn conjunct Saturn in your chart that still tells me that the thing that means the most to you, whatever you're really well known for or really good at, is going through a re, a shuffle, a change. You have to yes. adjust it. So you're retired. How long have you been retired? Has it been a long time? Just three. No, just three years. Okay. So but that was a, I worked a while ago. December. Yeah. December this year is three years. But I counseled and I was, you know, you know, I, I, I worked in a, in a, I counseled inmates and, and got yes. them, got them ready to go out to mainstream. And I miss it so yeah. much and it's just messing yeah. with my head because I never judged them. So I wanted yeah. to see them Oh, succeed. my God. I was it wasn't my <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you've got this. I mean, as you were talking, when you first came on, you started talking. I just have to say this because I, I have. I, it's like I was seeing your aura, and it was just like glowing here. And you've got this incredibly nurturing energy, plus you've got this unconditional yes. love for people. That's insane. Yeah. And so when you said you were doing some kind of personal training, something, I was like, I could totally see you doing that. But but I could see you doing anything that has any aspect of nurturing people and loving them mm-hmm. unconditionally. Um, and raising them up it's all over you and you know and another thing too is you are such an honest and open person like you are Mm -hmm. who you are you don't you don't sugarcoat Mm -hmm. anything but Mm -hmm. but it's it it, you are exactly how you present yourself yeah fantastic the cancer on the midheaven is the caring nurturing and the leo moon is you are just devoted to whomever you 
choose to be devoted to. And whatever it is you do, you're incredibly devoted. You're born just before an eclipse, like just a few hours before an eclipse, a full moon eclipse. So you're an eclipse person, and that means that you make a big impact in the world. Not that other people hmm. don't, but eclipse people have a, um, have get, a, get triggered every 19 years with a, an eclipse similar to the one when they were born. So that pushes you forward. So your moon in Leo is incredibly creative, and all this Aquarius stuff that you have in the fifth house, which is how can I be creative and expressive. So you know what I would do if I was you, Denise? I would look up Aquarius online, however, and just look at, you know, the keywords of Aquarius and career choices for Aquarius because you're going to find something in there that you can be really passionate about and that's going to be electrifying and that will just send you, you know, soaring because you're in a, a period this year, 2021, for you is a year that you're going to be, you know, making a fair amount of adjustments. But it's, it's good because this is, this is the period where we are wise because we're at the, this, this age, we're, we're wise, we have experience, and now it's mm. time to, we, I don't care what other people think, I want to go do what I know and how I'm going to mm-hmm. help others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's you. Good job. Outstanding. Good job. Yeah, good for Outstanding. you. You got it. <laughs> Let me ask you something real quick. Let me ask you something real quick. Do I fall, because um, I'm head over heels over, um, a Leo who's not playing in the sandbox very well. Why am I just, I can't shake this man, and I am shaking him. I've learned how to just stay away, but how, mm. why am I so obsessed with this Leo? I couldn't have to, I would need to see his chart, and that takes a lot of evaluation. But in a nutshell, your moon and the lunar north node are in, in Leo, and that's life path, and that's past life history. Tells us about what your past life was, and if his sun sign is the same as those, which it is, that means you have a soul connection. This is, ah. if you want to get cliche, if you will, this is soulmate connection, but not all soulmates, we're here to learn from each other, but that doesn't always mean as Hollywood puts it, that we're going to stay together forever. It means we're here to learn from each other. So it's potentially something like that. And you have everything in Leo on the other side of the chart. So he's he's about what your relation. He he shows you what relationships are. He does. Mm. There's a lot of lessons to learn from that. Yeah. And if he doesn't play mm. well in the sandbox, but like you said, so, yeah. soulmate doesn't necessarily mean that they stay together, though. You know? That's correct. It means there's a lot to learn from each other. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I would it's say. Okay. Like, what am I learning from this relationship? That's what I would yeah. ask. Yeah. If yeah. I were you, I'm I'm, I'm learning yeah. that he's not the one. <laughs> yeah. right. There you go. 2020 showed a, pe- a lot of people that. 2020 definitely showed a lot of people the relations, what the relationships truly were, especially when. Everybody was stuck together for such a long time. Really right. gave a lot of people an eye-opening experience. Yeah. God, well, you did an outstanding job. I appreciate this. Outstanding. Good work. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Good luck. <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> you are. Thank you. Thank you, honey. Thanks for calling. Thanks for holding for so long. We appreciate it. You're welcome, dear. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 
All so right, Dorothy, Laura. I know you've got to run. So thank you yeah. so much for popping thank in here you. for a little bit. And so if anybody would like oh. to connect with Dorothy for a an appointment, um, she can connect with anybody in the world. And it's nhastrologer.com. And you've got awesome YouTube videos too. And, and yes, uh, yes. Yes, they're yeah. there, all free. Go for it. Have fun. Bye. Thank you, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. I'll talk to you later. Thank you, Dorothy. Bye-bye. Thank you. So everyone, you've just got a couple more minutes here. Um, so I just want to leave that with you. I just want to, for anybody who joined late, you know, just, um, I know a lot of you are struggling. A lot of you are just trying to get through the day. Um, you know, there's there's um, front workers here who are wearing PPE 12 hours out of the day and not knowing if they should even go home because they might bring something, you know, bring COVID home with them and, and making special arrangements so they don't have to put people at risk. And, and there's so much of that going on. And then people um, that I know who their businesses have been affected terribly. Um, we're not going to be in this forever. So once, like Dorothy was saying, one foot in front of the other. And um, this year, I, th I think this time next year, things are going to look much different, at least at least on our way there. Um, so but thank you, everybody who puts themselves out there every single day, puts themselves at risk to help others, um, those who have to and they have no choice, those who um, and, but still continue to do that, and those who are just getting by and wondering what's next for them. Just hold on and um, surrender is a word that keeps coming up for a lot of people, is surrendering to what is and not and we, we've been trying to focus on for months about wishing things were different, but um, it's kind of surrendering and saying and, and knowing that there's there's something else out there watching over us, um, a higher power, whatever you want to call it. Surrender that whatever your worries are to the to that higher power and um, and I was talking to a friend. I know we got a couple of seconds here, but I was talking to a colleague of mine who deals with um, some really heavy things in her work, and and she didn't know how much she, more she could carry. And I said, just give it up to spirit and ask for help. And inevitably, whether it's an immediate answer or down the road, spirit is always there for us. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. And I will see you next week for the last show of the year with my guest, Reverend Janet Nohavik. Have a wonderful week, everybody. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you looking for help on your path to healing? I'm Lisa Campion. I'm a psychic, Reiki master, teacher, and energy healer. On my podcast, The Miracle of Healing, I'm going to help you on your healing path. Listen to conversations with leading teachers in energy medicine, quantum healing, and people who have recovered from loss and illness. Whether it's to take care of your own healing or to help other people, this is the podcast for you right here on mindbodyspirit.fm.